What's up, Eagles fans? It's Wednesday, and the vibes are good in the Eagles locker room today. The music is playing, the players are energized, and we're going to hear from several of them in this edition of Eagles 360 presented by Xfinity. Super Bowl champions, yes, but the Eagles are ever the underdogs, and Malcolm Jenkins says, quite frankly, that's where they're comfortable. Jenkins has remained healthy on a secondary that has been very banged up this season, but some positive news. Sidney Jones is back at practice today in a limited capacity, and coaches are hopeful that he'll play on Sunday. Jenkins says the injuries have been difficult, but there's really no excuses in the NFL. I mean, it's been a challenge, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's what you got to do. We cannot show up. So uh, we've just been, you know, making sure we cross-train a bunch of guys, uh, getting a lot of rotation so guys are getting some sort of experience and feel for uh, different positions. Um, you know, it's created a lot of competition for guys to get on the field, a lot of opportunity as well for some of these young guys to make a name for themselves. Uh, and no better week than number one offense in the league. When adversity hits, it's up to the leaders to step up and show the young guys how to be resilient. Coach Doug Peterson says it starts with him, that he needs to teach better. But it's not just coach. Quarterback Carson Wentz also takes that leadership role very seriously, as do all the team captains. He's probably the first one to tell you, you know, um, he'll take ownership when, when, when there's a mistake made at, at his position, obviously. And, and um, you know, and then at the same time, he continues to work with our guys, you know, out on the practice field and dialogue through routes and different things. And, um, you know, it's a sign of a sign of a good team when players are doing that and, and, and really making a conscious effort to get better there. Yeah, I mean, I think um, as a leader, uh, all of us, you know, have to have to be the ones to kind of pull everyone along. You know, at the same uh, at the same time, uh, we're not trying to fix or solve a whole bunch of stuff. We just um, gotta just gotta focus in on some of these little things. And um, I think a lot of the younger guys and, and some of the you know non-leaders and role players will follow right along um, with the energy and the tempo and the attitude that a lot of the leaders have. And uh, that's what we're gonna do starting today. When it's not going well, you know, the younger guys, um, they look up to the leaders. And if, you know, if, if we're down, if we're acting, feeling sorry for ourselves, then they feel like, you know, they, they probably should feel the same way. Um, but the leaders on this team, we don't feel sorry for ourselves. And we know those younger guys will look to us, look up to us, and uh, you know, we're bringing the energy and do what we need to do to turn things around. Really, if you think about the last couple of weeks, it's been really urgent around here you know we haven't gotten it done every week and um we got to find a way to, to figure that out but you know the urgency is really always there um this is the national football league and every week is is crucial and important um and like i said we know where we're at but uh, we're just going to take it one week at a time that brings us to this weekend's road test against the 8-1 and New Orleans Saints and the NFL's quarterback leader in completion percentage. Drew Brees is completing an astounding 77% of his passes, and he's a guy everyone has respect for. Malcolm Jenkins played with Brees during his time in New Orleans, and he recognizes that Brees is on his way to an MVP season. I mean, I think his work ethic in it, the, you know, everybody works hard, but the details that he puts in his work, you know, Every throw in practice, he'll deliver the ball, and then he'll reset and go through his reads. And, you know, the first time you see it as a young player, you're like, he looks kind of weird doing, <laughs> doing this stuff. And then you see him in a game, and you see him do the exact same thing. He goes through his reads, delivers accurate balls, and, you know, is having the type of year he's having now. So it doesn't surprise me um, how good he is as a player because I saw what he did on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, when it comes to Drew Brees, first and foremost, I don't I don't go study a lot a lot of guys, and there's not a ton of crossover tape. Um, but when you do see him on film or watch him, you know, on Monday Night Football or on TV, um, first of all, a ton of respect for him. You know, for him right now as a player and overall his, the course of his career, um, he's done some unbelievable things. You know, I, I love uh, the way he's he, he's clearly thinking thinking fast and processing things fast. He's extremely accurate. Um, he's a lot more athletic and able to make plays more than people give him credit for. Um, and so I, I just love uh, watching him and his competitive nature and, and really uh, who he is. A ton of respect for him. Well, you know, one of the things that he's always done a really good job, and I think this year especially is is he's getting the ball out of his hand. Um, you know, he's, he's checking it down to a back. He's a tight end in the flat. You know, uh, if, if the big play, the big shot play might be there. Michael Thomas might be running down the field, but he might have a little pressure, and so he just dumps it out, and there's there's Kamara or there's Ingram or, you know, there's Ben Watson or somebody like that. That That's that's how he's he, he's he's playing the game. He's staying ahead of the chains, and uh, uh, he's done a really good job of that. And some of it's by play design, you know, uh, how they scheme a defense um, to get guys open, and, and uh, that, that comes with Coach Payton and the offensive staff, you know, Coach Carmichael and those guys, and um, they're doing a real good job of it. And, you know, he, he's been around the block. You know, he's, he's a smart quarterback. He's, he's seen just about every defense out there, so uh, you're not going to be able to fool him too much. The Saints boast the NFL's top-scoring offense, putting up 36.7 points per game. The Eagles are averaging 22, which isn't going to cut it against an explosive attack like New Orleans. The Eagles certainly know this and are preparing accordingly by controlling what they can control themselves. Yeah, I think at this point in the year, um, with the way things are going, I think we can only focus on ourselves. Um, if we start focusing on their offense, um, then we'll be um, dealing with way too much. I think we, as an offense, have to deal with only ourselves um, and not focus too much on what the other team's trying to do. Obviously, I think everyone understands that they're an extremely good football team all around, not only offensively, um, but they have a really good defense and a really good um, I think special teams unit as well. Um, so it's going to be a really tough task for us, but at the same time, I think this is a game where hopefully we can, I think, gain some momentum, um, but it's going to be tough. Obviously, we realize, you know, they've, as of late, gotten up on teams early. You know, we have a ton of confidence in our defense, but, um, you know, that's a, that's a heck of an offense over there. We don't try and look too much into that because at the end of the day, uh, we have high expectations and standards on the offensive side of the ball. We realize we have some things we've got to clean up, um, especially in situational football, some of it being red zone and those sorts of things. Um, and so we realize, you know, we, we may have to score, but, again, we have a lot of confidence in our defense, um, and, and we're excited. This is going to be a fun matchup. I mean, they got a good offense. I mean, they start with the quarterback. I mean, he don't he, he don't make a bunch of mistakes. Um, they got um, a really good receiver, and they got a, a good core running back. So, but I think um, it's going to come down to you know our front four against their front five, um, and that's it's going to come down to us being disruptive up front and uh, you know and helping those younger guys in the back end. You know, making more negative plays on first and second down, and um, you know get a chance to go rush the quarterback on third down. Fletch went on to say, Breeze will have to hold the ball eventually. Their goal is to bring him down. As we look ahead to what's on the menu on Thursday, we turn to our friends at Amoroso's. At 8 a.m., Eagles insider Dave Spadaro is one-on-one with Brandon Graham. The Eagles are back at practice at 1.20 p.m., and we will have that live stream for you right here. And as always, later in the day, a fresh edition of Eagles 360 presented by Xfinity.